Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well then, welcome niggas. Welcome back to another episode of this particular program. I am Curtis Mayfield. <laughs> and I am Ashley Banks. This is Three. Thanks for coming back. Yes, indeed it is. Lots to go over. Won't waste too much of your time. I'm sure you're super busy and have so many places to travel and like... Mm. Things do and people to see and just mm-hmm. go out in the world and run around in public with not a mask on. <laughs> um, so before we move into that kind of stuff, we're going to give some honor and black excellence. And this week it is going to Dana Kennedy. Dana Kennedy is the first ever black vice president of Simon and Schuster. She is the first ever wow black senior vice president of one of the biggest publishing houses in existence yeah not only that but she won a pulitzer prize for a series called how races lived in america and we'll be using her blackness her beauty her knowledge and wokeness <laughs> to further uh diversifying uh, the world of publishing. I'm reading on Because of Them We Can. She said, I think the reason books still exist alongside journalism is that readers want thorough, no, readers want thoughtful narratives that take a while to pull together in an authoritative way. I agree. And that's where books have an advantage. She also said, I think as it relates to publishing, book publishing, we have an opportunity to bring about meaningful understanding and change in the country with the voices we highlight, be they well-known authors or emerging voices. And I will be paying a lot of attention to that. So shout out to Black people in great spaces with their great faces. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. So moving on into this week's pop culture news, hot tops, started from the bottom, now I'm queer. (laughs) We have... A lot of people's story. We've had an entanglement of, of news today. Where should I begin? Um, There's a lot going on. Monique, um, 
addressed some gossip that she will be replacing Nene Leakes on the upcoming season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Not sure what Facebook group was making up these damn rumors, (laughs) but apparently enough to get to Monique's attention. Wow. (laughs) And so in a cute little video in her kitchen, Monique was um, doing some cooking and she said, no, not at all. She is not going to be replacing Nene Leakes and that Mm -hmm. nobody can be replacing Nene Leakes. And she... You know, did all of her typical auntie stuff and saying how much she loves us and calling the viewers sweet babies and all of that stuff. And it was cute. Now, that isn't really what I want to talk about here. What I want to talk about is what she was cooking, which was grilled watermelon steak. What? I'm going to repeat that. She was cooking something that is called grilled watermelon steak. Now, I don't know how many people are familiar with me and my feelings about watermelon, um, but I find it to be vile. I find watermelon to be completely pointless and heinous. Um, I think that it tastes like crunchy saliva or sweet and low spit Mm-mm. or, um, you know, crispy drool. I don't find watermelon in its best state to be all that impressive personally. Um <laughs> cancel me if you want to or attempt to take my black card i hate it and that's how i feel but you know for some people it could be a texture thing for me it's more of a flavor thing and um this grilled watermelon steak was allegedly marinated in all kinds of spices shut the fuck up and shit like that 24 hours oh my god Cut them into steak-like rectangles and then plopped them on the grill and they began to sizzle. And I... What? Need to know what this tastes like. Um, no. How do you marinate watermelon? <laughs> I guess, you know, they just stuck it in a bag full of all kinds of flavors and juices and left it in a fridge or a freezer or something like that overnight. Uh, mm, no. I mean, I've heard of people grilling no. watermelon before to like put on kebabs or whatever or for vegans so they can like have a little smokiness in their life i don't know but calling it a steak and then going to the effort of like flavoring it as if it is a steak and then what i just well this is okay so when she was done with her sermon she said that she was going to post what it looked like afterwards of course i need to see that and it does look like steak i mean it's grilled and it was (laughs) red knots brown and then it's (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> covered in grilled onions feta cheese and balsamic oh, glaze so it literally not. looks like like a very deceitful steak it looks like oh, if you no. blinked really fast over and over <laughs> then maybe your brain would say oh there's a steak in front of you and you would be fooled enough I to cannot like, <laughs> But anyway, again, I feel like it's probably still better than watermelon to me because if you're sticking in garlic and liquid smoke and 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 paprika no. and um and whatever and and feta cheeses and onions and 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 balsamic, it's probably going to taste better than watermelon to me um, because again, watermelon tastes like sticking your head under the faucet. I mean, I maintain that really good watermelon that are like local to That's the area. Mm. <laughs> those on another level i know that you feel differently and that's fine but i just found that 
monstrosity on her Instagram and it looks just as bad as I thought it would. Y'all been watching yeah. too many of them bullshit food videos on the internet where every goddamn thing you cut into is cake and and people just mix nachos with pizza and a cheeseburger and they bake it all together in one big ass lasagna. Like I just feel like this is along them same lines, that same fuckery. Leave me alone. If you are, you know, I'm all for people doing whatever is best for their particular diet slash uh, health or lifestyle or whatever. You know what I mean? So this is a, a replacement for whatever. Go for it. Again, I think it's just funny because watermelon and steak being back to back in a sentence, <laughs> those words just doesn't like I can't make sense of it. But I mean, yeah. again, I already hate watermelon i would try this i just guess if you're trying to eat less red meat then you know i guess somebody who's tried it let me know because that don't even seem right it might be surprising but again like i just it's not like i will feel like you besmirched my fave if it tastes like trash <laughs> like i'm not gonna give a fuck either way yeah i'm just curious because i don't mm, i don't know about that but you know if y'all like it i love it Thank God that she did this during quarantine because, I mean, if we were outside and this was like a taboo, you know, it's always the one aunt or uncle or somebody that got to bring, you know, mm-hmm. their Pinterest dish, dish <laughs> to the fucking cookout. And like, right. Long as we've been locked up inside doors, if we were supposed to be out right now and you brought some watermelon grilled steak to the motherfucking cookout, I'm flipping the table. Might over. have to fight and you. And that's just going to be that. <laughs> really might have to. Right. That's Where's like the beef? Saying you're going to bring wings and showing up with marinated cauliflower. Like, I'll exactly. Actually like, beat nobody asked you to do that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what in the Jessica Alba love Hewitt bitch that you was looking up on Google. We didn't take ask for this that. out of here. <laughs> we did not ask. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas. 
hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um, so... Chance the Rapper was very present on Twitter today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, he did a lot of conversing with the, the public. A lot of chatting. Mm-mm. No, sir. Um, this all began when Kanye West uh, uploaded a, a video for some new song that is named after his late mother. And in the beginning of the video, it is his mother reciting... Uh, KRS one sound of the police. And, you know, it's but like a shot on a super eight and it's all, you know, classy and okay. all kinds of black skin and niggas getting baptized, and then he starts rapping about on a police reform and mm. whatever. So Chance L rapper tweeted or retweeted this and said, and y'all out here trying to convince me to vote for Biden. Shaking my fucking head. <laughs> Take this whole fucking year back. <laughs> I'm actually just going to put the car in park yeah. for a second. Yeah. Um, this nigga. <laughs> oh, part, this particular sorry. nigga being Kanye West. Okay. Just had an interview where he, you know, actually spoke about this presidential run this is a video and some music that is honoring his mama Mm -hmm. rester you know what i mean and i know that you know he gets into whatever talk of you know black empowerment and stuff in his lyricism that i'm not buying but the song is a song and him honoring his mother that he loves doesn't have anything the fuck at nope. all to do Does with not. policy, nope. um, ability, mm-hmm. or or uh, experience. Right, the know-how. Anything. <laughs> the you know? know-how. So I'm just, like, confused as how you, like, left out of a closed window. Just, like, yep. broke through the glass like <laughs> Batman and just... Land, I'm like, what? Yeah, anyway, you said this is it, this is where I'm going. (laughs) It it touched him, and that's fine. It was emotional. So, the tweets continue. Eventually, we land on one here that says, Are you more pro Biden or anti yay? And why? I get that you'll want to reply that you're just trying to quote, get Trump out. But in this hypothetical scenario, (laughs) when where you're replacing Trump, can someone explain why Joe Biden would be better? Two question marks. Ooh, this doesn't show oh, no. the retweets. I mean, the <laughs> replies. Because he was, you know, chatting with a lot of the girls. Who oh, like, yeah. Chance. They this tried. Isn't it, sis. They did. This they isn't really the one. They really tried. They tried with his ass. All I did was laugh. Because that's funny. That's a stupid question, actually. 
You gonna ask I mean, me why Joe Biden would be a better president than Kanye West? Leave me alone, nigga. That's a dumb question. You know, by the time I woke up, this whole shit was over. <laughs> and it went on for like six hours. So tells you a little bit about me. Um but yeah, the girls were, you know, trying to get through to him and say, hey, um, so your fave has no policy. He's anti-vaccine. Yeah. He's um, anti-choice. Mm-hmm. Um, he literally admitted to not giving a fuck about splitting the vote for his fave. Like, did you? Re- because that interview, I I remember being in my bed at like 2 a.m. when that ended because it went up late. I don't remember what time that like it was Forbes, wasn't it? Uh. The one where he was like, I had to chase them around about me being a billionaire. The one where he literally sat down and talked about why he was running for the president. And he said that he had COVID and not in February. Oh, I didn't actually like, watch that. Drake can't be sick. I don't know if there was video for it. It was like, I read it. Okay. But it was so mind-blowingly absurd mm-hmm. yep. that I almost had to like, I had to do extra research to make sure it wasn't a joke or like <laughs> that I was, you know, because I don't really pay, be paying too, too much attention. So sometimes things will fly over my head. I'm not ashamed to admit that. So I was like, maybe this is like a parody. Maybe this is actually like someone from The Onion is doing like a piece. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was so ridiculously out there. That it just blows my mind. I, I can't believe the chance the rapper read it. Because if you did, I don't know why you would be sitting here asking anybody why they wouldn't right. Again, back Kanye West. It's a stupid question. Like, has Kanye released anything at all regarding policy? Like, anything at all? I'm not excited about Joe Biden. Not in the fucking least. But the man at nah. least has a website where he outlines his position on things. Like, that is the bare fucking minimum. And not to he, mention, Kanye has not even filed for this. Like, he is not serious. So please stop playing. He says, I didn't plan on trending today. But I would like to take this opportunity to say, with all these apologies and accountabilities going around the city of Chicago and the Chicago Police Department, should finally admit to and denounce the assassination of Fred Hampton. I also always felt a way about people using the word presidential like a nigga acting or not acting presidential was andrew jackson was andrew jackson acting presidential oh my god isn't presidential also like a slang term for getting hit i'm gonna look that up because it's like girl why are we even talking about what president maybe but like niggas right that doesn't the not being presidential is subjective first of all and secondly not even the most important reason that one should not vote for Kanye so why is this even coming up and then to bring up Fred Hammond too it's like what (laughs) what are you doing right now though because what does that have to do with your point I'm so yeah regretting that I looked up presidential oh no what is it something disgusting don't even do it okay no it's just stupid I will heed that Anyway, he says, how do you as an individual feel about prison abolition and universal basic housing? And if you're in favor of those things, how important are they in terms of immediacy? Oh, he just went on and on and on. He put up a poll about reparations, if you're for it or against it. Um, This kind of continued until finally he landed on this tweet that says, "Okay, this is me slowly trying to get down from this hill without falling in time. 
Whoever you vote for, I hope they abolish the prison system as we know it, honor Black reparations and all treaties with Indigenous folk, and lastly, end homelessness. Whomever that may be, God bless them. And it wasn't until right after that that (laughs) Chance was standing at the top of his hill with his hands on his hips looking out at the horizon. And when he looked over to his left, he saw another hill equal in height with Terry Crews on the top of it, (laughs) smiling at him, (laughs) giving him this cross-eyed dumbass. That's great. And then, then, then it was when Chance was like, oh, maybe let yeah. me actually get down. He was like, yeah, trying to come down slowly, but let me just go ahead and tuck and roll. Let me just get Terry out Cruz this Terry Crews retweeted his ass like in some agreement. Like, oh yeah, I know what it's like to die on a crazy hill that no, none of these niggas agree with you on or whatever. And then Chance tweeted... <laughs> took okay, down. sprinting down the hill now. I understand... <laughs> I understand. He literally, it's on his his feet. I understand the improbability of gay winning the 46th presidential seat. And I understand that everyone voting for Biden isn't necessarily doing so enthusiastically. I am for black liberation and do not accept my recent endorsement from Terry Crews. (sighs) You know, Terry went back and deleted them tweets after that. He sure did. Did you? And then later was, he retweeted the chance. was like, I wasn't endorsing you, bro. Like we know that. That's right. I think that that just woke him up to how crazy he was. Yep. And it's sad that that's what it took because countless people tried to get him to see. And I guess, you know, to his credit, he was starting to understand the fallacy in his argument. But Terry Crews just kind of drove the point home like immediately. Like, oh, no, nigga, get down off of this right now. It just annoyed me because, A, like, again, when I looked at that motherfucking interview on Forbes, <laughs> I won't. I was literally cackling. I'm talking about in the middle of the night, up in my bed, reading this and shaking my head and laughing at the same time. It was that ridiculous and that like transparent. You're not just gonna put out a song a week later or whenever the fuck and be like, I'm trying to do this for y'all niggas and whatever the fuck it is that he says on that song and me play you like, you know, maybe I should consider something different. Like this conversation to me does no good for any the fuck body. Like, sweetie, people with one eye open have kind of realized that our options are shit and mud. We know that. Right. We know. We do. <laughs> like, the we situation it. is. It's also not an unfamiliar situation because I've been saying for, like, a solid year that this nigga is going to be president for another four years because motherfuckers are going to have a candidate <laughs> that they don't fuck with and do the same shit that happened last time. And I wish that we had more of a, like, an, a conversation, a discussion that could, like, come up with an understanding or a resolution about that. I wish that we could have done that in the past four years rather than now sitting back and looking at a music video and talking about why this nigga might be a better option than the other nigga that we don't trust because what he from the same city as you and has done some great things for the city Ain't nobody right. acknowledging that Kanye West has done great things for black people and stood up for black people and stuff like that but right now with the shit that we have in front of us it's ridiculous for you to be talking about why would somebody not vote for the rap nigga <laughs> Kim Kardashian, <laughs> Kim Kardashian's rap nigga husband right. versus somebody who has actual political experience, even if we don't fuck with that nigga like that. Like, right. I just don't understand what good any of this chatter is supposed to do. We see what it looks like right now to have a president who don't know what the fuck they doing. We see that right now. Why would we want the black version of that? 
But <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck, man? Like, it's so simple. That's why I was like, I'm literally not doing this. Like, I'm at the point of frustration where if you are asking something that I don't want to say should not be asked, but like the answer is something that's common sense. I just cannot even be bothered with it because that was a dumbass fucking question. I'm just not like, I'm not even going to engage with that. I'm glad you realized how stupid it was and you came back around. And I agree. Like I want the same things Chance said he wanted, but at this point it is about like stopping the fucking bleeding. It just, I don't even think that, I don't even think that he really realizes that it's stupid. I think that he maybe just acknowledged that he's going to disagree with more people than he expected. And then it probably wasn't going to do him any further good talking about it. You know what I mean? I think if anything, like I said, Terry Crews being like, yeah, bro, I feel you was maybe the thing that was like, oh shit. Because like you pointed out on Twitter, this is the second time that he realized maybe he needed to quit after the wrong person. (laughs) This has happened to you before. (laughs) Yes, it certainly has. You definitely popped up in a Trump tweet and and we're all shocked about it. The worst. So, like, I'm sure that Chance the Rapper's uh, heart is in the right place. I read enough of what he was saying to understand that his heart is in the right place. Um, But, like, I I, I know, (laughs) like, this felt like, you know, the little little brother who runs outside, tears streaming down his face because his brother's getting jumped. And he... (laughs) Was just trying to get people to jump off his brother's back, but it's just like, no, you know, no, this I mean, isn't, yeah, this isn't the shit. Because meanwhile, Lori Lightfoot is, is sending. Wait, what happened with Lori Lightfoot? <laughs> Lori Lightfoot is motherfucking sending census cowboy out. Did you hear about this? Not at all. Lori Lightfoot had a press conference because of like. The Chicago is like a 55% response rate for the census or something like that. Okay. And so... Oh, no. Talking about how like she loved Batman or something when she was young. And so she was going to take a page out of Gotham to like, I guess, call upon this hero slash mascot that would encourage people to like fill the census out. And then she put a giant lime green cowboy hat on her head and this dreadhead nigga on a horse came out and i heard little nas x playing i don't know if they <laughs> memed in the little nas x part but like literally they have a nigga on a cowboy oh, who is a mascot for the census oh, that's supposed no. to be going around chicago encouraging niggas to fill that shit out and not only that they're doing a ward challenge apparently where like the lead the like top ward or whatever gets free ice cream Sis. No, she is not trying to get these kids a pizza party. <laughs> if everybody gets 100 on their spelling test, we could have a pizza party ass. Bitch, I said free ice cream? What in the cubbyhole kindergarten rug rats are you talking about? It was just like, girl, are you like everything, everything I've been seeing lately on the news has just been so oh absurd. God. It, it <laughs> can't even be true anyway that is god (laughs) i mean and watch it work too watch all of a sudden niggas be like wait free ice cream (laughs) i'm not saying it won't be productive you know what i'm saying and and just just do it you You know it doesn't even take that long you do what you got to do that lady is trying her best (laughs) that shit tickled me i gotta find that video oh you have to it is 
so I cannot fucking wait. funny. I'm gonna it's watch so it. funny. I'm gonna. It almost like shit today almost I would assume makes comedians jobs hard cuz like how can you compete with a lot right. of Right. You can't write this shit. Um Speaking of niggas who could have probably kept their tweets to themselves, there's an NFL player by the name of Kyle Kiero who um, faced a deserved backlash after he tweeted the following. Uh, People are attracted to Jill Scott, he says. And by no means is she ugly, but y'all really sexually aroused by her, huh? So it's an energy thing? Got it. Wow. He then continued, I tried to explain my tweet after realizing how poorly it was worded and Mm. conveyed. I didn't grow up on Jill Scott, so it was news to me that she was a sex symbol. And I just tweeted, stupidly. It was best to just delete it and take my L. Well. You're right about something. Yeah. I've always seen people, I've also seen people equating my tweet to both fat shaming and a hatred of black women. With how prevalent that is, I can understand why people may feel that way. But that is not the case here. When I tell you that he passed that smartphone to his authority, like, so damn fast. So, what is it about Jill Scott, then, that you, that is so unbecoming that you were like, y'all really, y'all dicks get hard for that? Really? Like, stop. (laughs) (laughs) So, what is it, then? (laughs) Perplexed and flabbergasted. Because that don't make sense. Shocked. Like, just because you are not personally attracted don't mean that it's just such a crazy thought that other people might be. That's the thing that, like, blew me over about it. Like, I know that I'd be high, but when I read this, I was like, it's crazy to me that, like, for so many of us, especially in this part of the world, attractiveness or, like, the definition of beauty, sexiness, whatever, is pretty much decided for us before we get a chance to decide like you know it, it's thrusted in front of your face what the alleged definition of mm-hmm. of sexy is you know and so it's not even your fault many times if that's your picture of whatever the fuck it is attracts is attractive to you or attracts you or whatever but at the same time, I'm just like, girl, not everybody gives a fuck about that. Not everybody believes that. And there are plenty of other corners of the world, cultures in the world, where that is not the standard of beauty or whatever the fuck. So it's just crazy to me that we can live in the world right. where that kind of shit is not even a secret. And you can still openly act surprised that people might find Jill Scott sexually attra- uh, attractive or, you know, by, might be sexually aroused by her. When Jill Scott is literally gorgeous. Right. Like, and you know that. Like, it's just... Do, do you think... Nobody is attracted to fat girls. I'm just so confused. Uh, that I would assume that just what puzzled it is. me. It, is that what you think? But because like fat girls get shows every single day. But okay, all the live long. I don't understand. <laughs> like, all right, nigga. Like this was just stupid. Again, no need for you to have logged onto Twitter.com with these thoughts. No need. So his very hardworking publicist said, "Not enough. Let us um, release an iOS press, oh, Lord. and um, we've got a screenshotted, oh, like a DM or something here." Um, but Kyle posted this on Twitter. It says, "To Miss Jill Scott, I would like to apologize." <laughs> and then I guarantee you, if that's all he wrote. If anything, then it says here in the screenshot, first and foremost, I'd like to apologize to Miss Jill Scott. The topic of your beauty should not have been shared over social media for public discourse. There's truly no excuses for or explanations to be made. My comments were distasteful and unbecoming of a black man to speak negatively of a black woman under any circumstance. Second, 
I'd like to apologize to all those who were also offended by my post. I'm aware of the layers of hurt. I peel back with my words. I had no intention to make people feel less than. But that's simply not good enough. Attention doesn't equate to doesn't equate to impact. I'm aware of how much more important one's impact is than their intention. Knowing this, I still offended a large number of people. For that, I'm deeply sorry. Last paragraph, if you have time, I will strive to do better and I will utilize what platform I have to promote positivity and empowerment within our community, particularly for black women. Ms. Jill Scott just did this so gracefully by uh, taking my foolishness as an opportunity to shed more light on the injustices against Breonna Taylor. Damn. And I hope to only follow in her footsteps. Sincerest apologies, Kyle Kiro. Because Jill Scott did come forward and basically be like, I don't give a fuck who that nigga is talking about, what that nigga is talking about. Exactly. Arrest the murderers, which was right. perfect. Let's let's focus um, on something that actually matters. Whether you get excited for Jill Scott does not actually matter. And so here we are. I'd still like to know if it's crack, cocaine, um, uh, what is it? That synthetic weed K twelve. Oh yeah. Oh my. What God. it is that that's was, making the rounds? That fucked the streets up. I think it's the quarantine. Actually, I think the longer people are in their houses, the more we are going to see celebrities just completely going off <laughs> and saying things that they have no business saying. I don't think it's going to yep. slow down. <laughs> You ever see niggas like who are like caking on the phone talking to somebody, but they're like laid in their bed with their legs up on the wall? Oh, yeah. Like, you know how like being caked on the, you'll just be in all the most awkward, stupid positions. I feel like that's what these niggas be doing when they tweet this kind of stuff. <laughs> just do to do. Feet kicked up. Like, I see, I seen a caking meme once like years ago where a nigga was on a phone like hanging over the top of his bedroom door. Like, I feel like that's what Chance, Chance the Rapper was probably doing that shit when he was tweeting this whole thing. Uh, yeah. And probably the same for this NFL boy that I don't know. But Jill Scott. Imagine. Fine ass Jill Scott. Like, just why did this <laughs> who had to, to tell be the, <laughs> Who had to tell the streets to calm down when she was like simulating <laughs> fellatio on a microphone? Oh yes. She, she practically regret that she did it. That was did a lot. It. That was Yes, I do remember thinking, now did we need all that? But if you go back and watch Maybe. that video, the crowd absolutely fucking loved it. And so again, but, just don't know where this opinion came from or why it needed to be shared. There hasn't been a Jill Scott era where mama has been prudish. <laughs> she has been no. completely open about sex and sexuality in her music and expression for the longest motherfucking time. That's why I'm I'm like, you acknowledge that she looks good, but then you're saying like, it's not fat shaming. It's not a hatred of black women. What is it right. that can make you be like, <laughs> I would I'm shocked that people find this woman a ch- like... Yeah. arousing because it's a Whatever. stupid question y'all really find jill scott <laughs> sexually attractive like duh, of course somebody finds jill scott attractive what she doesn't have horns question? she's not missing teeth like oh my God. They have scaled wings like nigga what the fuck is wrong with you? they just don't think um five Five suspects in Pop Smoke's murder have been arrested. Five? God damn. Yes. Three adult males, two juvenile males. Wow. Um, the LAPD re- uh, announced this on a couple of days ago, July 9th. Uh, released the names and all and what they were brought in on, their bail, set at a million for the two adults. Uh says suspect three was booked for whatever attempted murder and bail was also set at uh, a million. So 
you know, that's pretty much what Damn. Um, the family and loved ones of Pop Smoke have to um, lean on today. You right. know, at least arrests have been made. Uh, like I think we spoke about after his passing, uh, people are assuming that because he accidentally posted his address on social media when he was in Los Angeles, some uh, maybe possibly these suspects um, found where he was and murdered him. Yeah. So, um, five that's some good though. news. Jesus, <laughs> like what? I don't know. That is just but, so much. It's just really ridiculous and sad. And I'm hoping at least that has brought like some sort of comfort to his family. Um, meanwhile, yeah. also in Pop Smoke News, the Drake Pusha T beef has been reignited by way of Pop Smoke's album. What? This was so weird. Why? So. <laughs> Great question. <laughs> question. Is one of them on his album? So apparently Pusha T was on a song that was, I guess, in consideration for Pop Smoke's album. A song that also shared features with uh, Young Thug and Gunna. And in Pusha's verse, he takes some shots at Drake. I'm not even going to repeat what he says. It's not hard to find the verse or whatever. Basically, you know... I fucking hate your guts and I'm going to go <laughs> <laughs> move somewhere very close to you. Threatening okay. intimidation. That's what it is. So, um, the song leaked. It was, it didn't make the album. Um, most likely because of that. And it was later leaked anyway, so that Black Twitter could have their fun. After it came out, Young Thug got on his IG story and typed super fast, probably with acrylics. And it says here, I don't respect the Pusha T verse on the song with me and Gunna because I don't have none to do with y'all beef, nor does Gunna. And if I knew that was about him, I would have made changes on our behalf. This rapper shit's so gay. What? <sighs> um, we still doing oh, that? He had more. I didn't even see, I didn't know there was a clip that he, he said more. Verse seven days, if you know what I mean. For a week. Second of all, you already damn goddamn, you already went crazy the first time, so you ain't even got it. Ain't nothing but a sucker going on double takes. All right, I'm fine. I don't need the one. Right. See, everybody's so bored. <laughs> anyway, so bored. Pusha T responded to Young Thug on a story of his own. Thank you very much. And it says here, hey, Young Thug, with him added in it, couple things. Colon, one. Don't feel bad. Nobody knew what the verse was about. The label heads that stopped it didn't even know. They only assume because he told them. <laughs> he told is in, is in all caps. Ooh, the feelings. The same way he told about the Ross Maybach 6 verse. And if he'll tell <laughs> record executives about rap verses, Pusha T, why don't you put the O and the U in about? Like, I thought maybe it was... It's, uh, you have room. Oh, yeah. Not, I don't know why people do that. It's one of the abbreviations I hate. It's just two additional letters. Yeah, it's I not don't. Even, I, I've okay. given up trying to understand why they do that. God only knows what else he'll tell. I don't, I don't deal in police work, police rappers, or police niggas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Like with the temperature of everything going on right now, can, do we need to make this kind of comparison? I really to don't like, think because so. they're doing actually damaging shit. Right. Whereas Drake is just being petty if you, you're telling the truth. Right. Um. Two at Young Thug, you are the last verse added to the song, and that's only because I requested you. Double exclamation point. Three what? and most important at Young Thug, <laughs> just so we are clear ellipses, I would never look or need your respect for what it is I bring to this rap game. Then he says okay. at Steven Victor, which I believe is Pop Smoke's uh, manager, mm-hmm. and I think also EP on the album. I demand you take me off the deluxe at Real Pop Smoke album to avoid any confusion that may take away from this amazing body of work. Cliff note. I couldn't find a deluxe album. I don't think that there was a deluxe album that okay. was released. <laughs> unless it's maybe like an exclusive um like physical copy or something like that. But again, I don't believe that your song was going to be uh included for obvious reasons. I don't right. think that you need to ask anybody to keep it off. Because why in the cockle doodle fuck <laughs> would you feel like like this recently dead rapper's debut album was right. the time for you to take another shot at that light skin nigga. Yeah. For if you wanted to diss him again, you could have just turned on IG Live, like you got on Instagram, like you did for Young Thug, and performed the grinding beat with your hands on the kitchen table and just dissed him. You could have <laughs> taken any, like you could have saved that diss for your own individual shit. Why yeah. the fuck would you put that on on Pop Smoke's album? For the fuck. What? Our, whether Drake called somebody and told them to take it down or not, it should have just never been there. Because why the fuck would you use that as an opportunity to take away from this guy's debut album? Because like, it's niggas. just corny. Because niggas. Because niggas. <laughs> uh, y'all really have got to. I mean, this is just so stupid. Again, y'all have got to find something to do. My word. <laughs> this is- you both have kids. I'm sure they both want some Cheerios or something at the moment. <laughs> like. Fuck. Right, some Paw Patrol. Like you niggas need to go be dads and just leave us out of it. This is just niggas ridiculous. Are so sensitive and weird, and weird and sensitive, and all of this is dumb. Yeah, and it's not even that I don't respect the competitive, uh, braggadocious, egotistical nature of hip hop. That's what it is. You know what I mean? But like, how? You would use this arena to go there. I don't understand. And then to talk about, I demand you take me off the deluxe album. Sis, don't worry about it. The album's been out and you weren't on it. Right. So, So like, calm yourself. (laughs) What are we doing here besides being strange? really did not need all this. (laughs) Once again, hobbies hobbies would come in handy here. So, last but not least, um very special red table talk took place um recently the one we were waiting for um one jada pinkett smith sat legs crossed across from the red table mm-hmm. was will smith both of them looked um like they'd rather be anywhere else yep especially william <laughs> especially will will look tired <laughs> and over um <laughs> and yeah they basically decided to spend about 13 minutes um discussing the august alcina jada will 
triangle situation. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's fair to call it a triangle. Whatever. Right. Um. Through this situation, um, Jada also gave niggas their new favorite word, which is entanglement. And loads <laughs> of niggas been having fun with that. And mm-hmm. hopefully actually looked up the definition. I did like the music. I like the songs you niggas made from Eclipse. Oh, well, you know, that that's <laughs> that's step one. <laughs> right. That's like black Twitter, like 101. Yeah. Um. But yeah, basically what I gathered from the situation that I watched was that Will and Jada were in a rough spot and felt as though they may have been done for good. They separated at some point in their separation. Miss Jada was fucking with August Alcina. And yes. at some point, all of that ended. Will and Jada found a way to cohabitate, coexist, and love one another again. And now we are here in the situation that we are in. Now, sprinkled uh, along that um, very basic summary of the story is, you know, a lot of trauma, a lot of childhood shit that they needed to unpack as individuals, um, a lot of <clears throat> shit that they needed to figure out on their own. Yeah. And what I found, like, the stuff that I sort of, like, latched onto as key pieces of everything was Jada talking about how she wanted to feel good and she felt like she could really help August. Mm-hmm. You know, he needed help with his health when the family met him and stuff like that. And so he was probably um, not only great sex, but um, a project for yep. her to sort for of her help codependent to heal ass. Yep. <laughs> and build up and feel, you know, needed. Because, I mean, you know, Will and Jade have been famous for about the same time. Will was like, or is, I don't know, one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood. I know that he at least was yeah. the highest paid actor in Hollywood at least a couple of years ago and still is one of the highest. You know, so like, not to say that he's perfect or doesn't have his own shit that he needs to work on, but I'd imagine, you know, like, like versus an August Alcina or someone a bit younger who's mm-hmm. got like their own layers of trauma and shit that you feel like you can help them with, that probably just made her feel like needed and 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 important and relevant and whatever the fuck in that situation and will was very clearly living with her i don't know, like <laughs> they didn't even really get into like what where they were or why they were in the, the position they were in that uh caused them to separate and it they didn't need to it was kind of irrelevant but they're at the very least very good friends they seem to have like a mutual respect and love for one another, whether there's intimacy or there or not is their business. But again, like none of this is like that scandalous to me because we kind of knew, like, I remember when rumors came out more than once about Will and Jada being separated, about to get divorced, oh, yeah. la, 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 la. When, when Jada was messing with August, they weren't, doing it in the shadows they were stepping out together yeah. and taking pictures and selfies and stuff so like all of this stuff was discussed as it was happening we're just sort of getting confirmation about it now mm-hmm. you know so for me it was like i know that at the end of the day that's a nigga from philly this is a chick from baltimore <laughs> 
Like we're getting the evolved, worked on, you know, I got shit to lose version of all this stuff. In the moment when there was no red table and no red cameras and everything else was going on, I'm sure there was some furniture moving going on. And that's probably why so much of the internet is having a blast with it because it reminds all y'all. It reminds y'all of y'all parents <laughs> and your relationship. For real. Like, <laughs> like yes. it does. They're imperfect. Like it's it's what you know, it reminds many of us of just mm-hmm. regular, normal ass mess and tea that we talk about all of the time, and like the nerve of a Will and Jada to be going through it. Yeah, as well. And it shit looks like that, just like y'all's dysfunctional marriages. So niggas are holding on to it. I actually watched the whole episode of Red Table Talk, and I knew they wasn't really gonna say a whole lot when I saw it was only twelve minutes long. I was yeah. like, okay, we're not we're not getting too deep into this. And I noticed a few things. First, that <clears throat> they both emphasized over and over the timing of this. It was like they didn't want to come right out and say August is just trying to get his album sales up or whatever. But they kept yeah. bringing up, this was so long ago. Don't understand why it's coming up now. Like, this was yeah. four and a half years ago. And I'm like, okay, we get it. Like, it's old. <laughs> okay, And she fine. says... She claims that she hadn't spoken to August since things ended and that he cut off communication with her. Mm -hmm. And we'll also, (laughs) I do too, we'll also said at some point that all of this stuff about how they had said this and they had said that or whatever, like they had purposely never. They purposely didn't speak to anybody about it at all until that interview, yeah. which told me that the whole thing about him getting his uh, August getting Will's blessing was not true. And that when the when the news said that um, that he denied that, that that may not have been true either. Yeah. Um. So. I don't know, my nigga. <laughs> so, like, you know what it felt like to me? It felt like when you're, like, at a cookout, your family cookout, reunion, whatever the fuck, and you at the table with your day ones, you know, the people that you know that you can trust and have a, get drunk and have a good time with, and they're not full of mess. Y'all playing usually Uno, Spades, or Dominoes. Mm-hmm. And then... Out of nowhere, you hear a clang and a crash, and you look over, and two to three of your cousins and maybe an aunt and uncle are getting in some kind of argument over what you don't fucking know, but you knew it was only a matter of time, and then two of them storm off, and they don't come back, and then you're just like, you sit for me a red cup, and then you drop a drop four. Like, that's what it felt like. <laughs> like it literally just felt like... Extended members of my family got into some mess and I didn't need to be a part of it. The whole shit was so cringe. Yeah. Um and yeah. <sighs> I mean, I just thought Will looked like I thought Will looked extremely annoyed, really, more than anything oh, else. Yeah. Like annoyed oh, yeah. that his name is on the blogs for this, annoyed that they even have to address it because it's gotten so fucking big. Annoyed that Jada didn't make that nigga sign an NDA. Annoyed that like when he said, Oh, I'm gonna get you back, and she was like, I think you already have. And then he was like, mm. like at first he like yeah. laughed at it and then he was like, I mean, but Yeah, the interview you know, was full of that. Yeah. The interview was <laughs> Full of that, especially from him. It was like yeah. very much like I believe that you love this woman and you're gonna do what you gotta do to protect her and look out for her. She the mother of your kids, et cetera, et cetera. But at the very t- like I totally believe that that interview was done and they shut off them them lights and stuff like that. And it was like rough. Yeah. Like, I feel like that was that's a hard gonna day. take <laughs> that's gonna take some like 
actual getting back into a Zoom with a therapist and talking about all this bullshit that this young man has brought to their front door or whatever because they thought they had put it to bed. Yeah, probably so. And the one thing I was expecting that I didn't see was Jada acknowledging that like her taking this relationship with August to a sexual level was inappropriate and not something she should have done. Like she gave us the reasoning behind it, how she's codependent and she always needs to fix somebody because of her childhood shit. And, you know, really went into that. And I'm like, that's great. But like, where is the, even though I was codependent and, you know, dealing with my own shit, I had no business (laughs) turning myself from like somebody who came into this man's like, and she said it from the beginning when they met August, he was like deeply hurt, deeply sick. And she came into his life as like a healer type person. So I just expected her to be like, and so it was super fucked up. I should have never had an affair with August Alcina. Like I should have kept them boundaries drawn regardless but i didn't so she also said like how she she would feel like helping other people i guess heal or get their their shit together was somehow going to heal her or whatnot Mm -hmm. and like she was Mm -hmm. doing all of that you know working on this person rather than doing the work on herself and stuff like that but i totally agree with you (laughs) that there wasn't really there did feel like there was like a lack of accountability in a couple of places that again i don't need i don't need you know i don't know yeah you know what i'm saying (laughs) like but i do agree with you that there is some stuff that could have probably been addressed in that way Especially since it's super clear that the reason August has expressed this like hurt over that that relationship ending and stuff like that is because you apparently changed his life and helped to pull him out of something that was really fucking him up, really, you know, hurting him or whatever. And mm-hmm. on top of that, you're Jada fucking Pinkett. Right. And you find like, yeah, that was probably you heartbreak. You put that pussy like, on him. It was too much. <laughs> You know what I mean? too much so. girl you can't be doing all that and I mean it's it interesting did. that he talked about it and he was like you know I could die tomorrow now that I've experienced real love and all this and she was basically just like I needed to feel good real yeah. real bad I needed it real yeah. bad it's like damn you you were this huge impact in this man's life sound like you were like his first meaningful love and all this and to him yeah, to, him to you said. was like just a bridge to reconciling with your husband so yeah i mean exactly when i finished it thank you i was like so august Alcina was a rebound yep <laughs> and he didn't really like understand that yeah or whatever maybe he's still kind of having trouble understanding that maybe she didn't even understand that when it was fucking happening he's still broken that was the situation that it was right you know what i mean and and it's very clear and and everything and i feel like even if she didn't say anything at all it would have been clear that they were on completely different pages or understandings of what that relationship was and then she probably did not do a good enough job of um clearing whatever the fuck up for him but it did feel like in that interview they kind of wanted to like just get out whatever they felt like was the necessity and mm-hmm. to just keep like and then to they just didn't go. want to right they didn't want to be too detailed which whatever i I mean i get it because like on the one hand this is my private life and i didn't invite you into this particular business and so i'm very fucking annoyed that somebody else brought you into my business but on the other hand like it was also august's business and you know maybe he would have said something even if he did sign an nda you don't know niggas sometimes don't give a shit about paperwork so you know even if you did it just 
uh, it is what it is. I Jada and Will just wanted to get through the red table and be fucking done with that. I'm sure they don't want to like visit I said, this no more. But like I said last week, I felt like if anybody could have had this conversation i don't see why it wouldn't have been then like you've read the red table talk has already been this whole situation where you sit down and and attempt to have like in-depth sometimes tough conversations with all kinds of people and sort of lead conversations on stuff that may be considered progressive whether in the black household or not or whatever whatever so it's like again none of this really sounded that scandalous to me you know what i mean like it it feels that way because they're celebrities you know what i mean and oh my goodness and they did the whole bad marriage for life shit at the end or whatever so it's like (sighs) like of course the internet's gonna have its fun with it and stuff but it didn't seem like it was that deep or that scandalous that it needed to have like this analyzed way that you would converse with it i'm not talking you know obviously i was talking about biggest fucking dick is or anything like gratuitous and ridiculous right it just seemed like it was definitely something they never wanted to talk about and they wanted to just <laughs> like yeah. get it over with and never ever go back to that conversation again, which I get. Right. When they um, when they started talking about like when Will was saying, you know, oh, it's a special kind of love and it's this unconditional love and all this. That's where I was like, oh, you niggas are losing me because I don't believe in unconditional love for romantic partners at all. There is always a line you can cross that will get me right the fuck on out of here. But I'm well, also not like bonded to somebody that I met when I was young. We both are incredibly famous, living our lives in a public eye, you know, dealing with all of our own shit. Like, I don't have this, however long their relationship is, I don't have this, we healed our trauma with each other kind of bond with somebody. And so I don't Mm. think that's something I'm even capable of doing. But if they are happy with what they are calling, you know, their bad marriage in a joking way or whatever, then I'm happy for them. It could not be me, but I'm happy for y'all. Um, unfortunately, the mess didn't end there because what? <laughs> um, after I guess it was uh the red table thing was finished. Kiki Palmer tweeted, "Clean his <gasps> boundaries. Everybody doesn't need to know your business. That's not fake. It's honoring one's privacy." Then she tweeted, "Protect your partner. Protect your privacy. Protect your peace." Then one of you ignorant ass niggas sent her a fucking tweet with a picture of her and August Alcina in a car together that says, "This you," and uh, Kiki retweeted it and said. Uh, yes girl August was never my man lol that's why you're still reaching to this day to figure out nothing <laughs> a Virgo <laughs> and for whatever reason August Alcina retweeted Kiki Palmer and said you absolutely right I was never your man you could possibly never shorty it seems you got it seems you mad you got curved but your friends are the reason for that they showed me an endless thread of text pics of me that you sent worried about who I date and begged me it is like okay it is like manual labor trying to get through this fucking shit like i feel like i worked like i can't and worried about who i date and begged me not to further disturb disturb your mental instability imagine not knowing how to mind the business that pay you i catch all the subliminals not just about today and you can call me whatever you like mess is constantly inserting yourself in topics you have none to do with go play with your mammy not me if you have anything to say say it with your chest kids it always it's always very perplexing because i real deal be showing people genuine love whole time that envy eating your little heart anyway next now i believe wholeheartedly that all of those tweets were ghost written by a hairdresser whose hairdresser <laughs> which hairdresser don't know don't care 
but it was just like the fervor, the fever. <laughs> it was. It doesn't. I mean, I just don't. The whole you could possibly never, sweetie, is that's where I first got confused because it's like she didn't even say nothing bad about you. Do you. Right. It's like she didn't actually say nothing negative. She didn't drag you or nothing like that. And also, do you think that like you are not on Kiki Palmer's lover or something? Like, do you, is she not fine enough for you? What is it? I would love to know what, what the rationale was behind that particular line, but, oh, I mean, she sir. seems to be doing quite fine. I'm sure she's got niggas in her DMs as well, so I don't know exactly what he was, but again, this is after he watched, he likely watched a 13-minute interview right. where these niggas dapped each other up and basically said, don't know what's wrong with that nigga. That's old news. We don't even care about that fuck shit no more. While he basically was teared up with Angela Yee about how heartbroken he was oh, yeah. or whatever. Right. So he was already deep in his fifis. And Miss Kiki Palmer, I guess, just upset him for whatever reason by responding to mess with clarity. And then she posted an ins- uh, a photo on Instagram with a caption that says, I want to be mean, but I can't. I want to post screenshots, but I won't. I feel attacked, but it's not about me. It's about so much more than that. And as much as I want to defend myself against the disrespect I have received, because I mean, I'm not nice all the time. Mm. That was funny to me. Yes. This is about something so much bigger. I wouldn't feel good kicking someone when they are down because it's so easy to tackle when you're in a corner. I get it. People be hurting y'all. And most of the time, it has nothing to do with you. I can't fuck up my karma worried about my ego, though I'm human Woo! and I have one. Now that's Just know I am. Word. My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> No, you're right. Just know that I just know I am that bitch despite what my humility may make one believe. <laughs> I don't have to beg or be thirsty for a damn thing because my talent speaks louder than my looks. Jesus today. <laughs> <laughs> Let the cheek be turned, poos. My character is too strong. What a read. Oh yeah, because the Aquila and the Beehive went after his ass immediately. They was not having that shit. Like nigga. That was <laughs> Don't do Kiki now. Do not do Kiki. That was not. That was a Matt Gala train baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, you and your feelings because of Jada and I get it, but like, <laughs> be careful who you directing all that vitriol at, my nigga. We're not having it over here. Oh, that was some real shit because I would have really struggled with whatever she has, pictures, screenshots, whatever, I if it were me, I would have yeah. struggled mightily yeah. not to post that shit. Yeah. But and for all of them, like, go ahead. No, I'm just saying that was like a really mature response of her to be like, this nigga's hurting and it actually don't have nothing to do with me. So let me not let my ego react. Exactly. I'm like, okay, that is that is some grown woman shit because I understand the urge to be like, let me just go ahead on Instagram stories mm. and uh, post. Like, just that yeah. easy. I totally agree. I feel like, you know, for all of the the shit and the jokes I've given to Kiki Palmer, like that's absolutely a testament to the type of person that she is. Yep. Because it, I feel like most of us oh, likely yeah. would have just real been quick. Like, exhibit A, here's exhibit B. Um here you can find C through H. Wouldn't have even blacked um, out the phone number. Would have been like, all oh, this, this you, this you. And this is you as well. <laughs> if you turn to the glossary that I've made here in the back, you can find, like, absolutely what yes. lined his shit up. It takes, like, a legit amount. Especially, again, because, like, I don't even under- understand, like, 
too much of the mindset of being like a, a celebrity who any old thing randomly could be this whole thing for your whole day or two, three days or a week or whatever, where people are just saying whatever the fuck to you and stuff like that. And I know that a lot of that has to do with why sometimes people react the way that they do on social media, even if it's not the best idea yeah so for that nigga to have come out of nowhere to you when you didn't do anything to him <laughs> and you allegedly or possibly have like photographic evidence <laughs> to get him together after he disrespected you yeah and talked talked talk about your mammy <laughs> like you gotta be a special motherfucker you gotta you be do. different and be like Actually, I would rather pray for him. And I encourage <laughs> that you pray for him as well. <laughs> yeah. It takes a, a an emotionally mature person to say, you're upset right now and it really don't have nothing to do with me. So I'm going to just let you have your feelings. <laughs> Go with God. I would have lined his ass up. Okay. Like okay. I would have really struggled, Fred. I would have really... <laughs> like, bitch, I didn't even do nothing. You didn't even mad at me. The group chat would have right been there. lit the fuck up. Like... <laughs> Somebody stop me. Somebody literally changed my password so that I cannot flame this nigga. But, you know, Kiki Palmer is uh, clearly grown and in a good space. So good for her. Good for her. Um, all right. So before we end, I just wanted to um, send love to the family and friends of Naya Rivera. And um, that story is like... I feel like it just punched me directly in the middle of my face yeah. when I read the update earlier today. So it's incredibly sad and tragic. I'm glad that her son is um, safe and mm-hmm. I pray for him to get healing or any kind of help or therapy that, you know, he possibly needs. Um, but yeah, I just didn't want to end the hot tops without acknowledging that. And I just wanted to say, you know, hugs and love and prayers to everybody who's hurting. Yeah, because it's a sad story. I read that Incredibly. like she used the last of her strength to get the baby back on the boat, and now that yeah. just that just actually wrecked me. I was like, yeah. Anyway, rest in peace to Naya, and my prayers go out to all of her family, friends, all the people she's worked with. It's just another tragic occurrence in this tragic fucking year. Like what the fuck? I don't even know. What I don't even know. <laughs> What else? It's so bad. Like, I made the joke, I think, already about wanting to run out into the street like I know what you did last summer where Jennifer Love Hewitt was like <laughs> looking at the sky like, yes. what do you want it from me? Come and get... Like, that's how I honestly... Yeah. That's how I feel. It's like, what the fuck else are we going to do? Can't go nowhere because it's pandemic killing every motherfucking body. Black people being lynched and, and yeah. motherfuckers trying to use any kind of corner or excuse to... Uh, to try and invalidate or mock the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. Jobs lost, people suffering, all kinds of motherfucking bullshit going on in the world. And it's like, every- that's why I started doing this bullshit at the end where I'm like, well, yeah, my dog farted and it made me smile. Because I literally had to like, I had to start noting things that yeah. actually have made me happy these past few months. The world is shit. <sighs> it is. Well, We'll take a break now and uh, pay a bill and then we're going to come and read your letters because I'm sure one of y'all got some nigga that you shouldn't be with or whatever the fuck. So let's just get it over with. (laughs) Hey, y'all. There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) 
Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts okay we're back and it is now time for your listener letters yes it is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we may just read them aloud on the show this first question comes from goody who says I would love to hear your thoughts on Steven Universe. I started watching it because you two talked about it and I fell in love with the show. She's talking about Goody is talking about Steven Universe future because I just finished right. it. So I've rewatched the future season so many times over quarantine and I cry like I've never seen it before. Every single time you never see this type of development in a cartoon. It was so good. Please discuss. Thanks, Goody. So as y'all know, I was saving um steven universe future because it's the last of steven universe that we're gonna get for you know a while if ever Mm. uh and i just did not want it to end (laughs) but uh things are you know bad enough emotionally that i finally broke down and watched it and i too had a very similar action it was one episode in particular i want to say episode 19 where I just fucking lost it and basically cried for the entire 13 minutes. Like I just could not handle it, but I don't remember which one that was the whole, um, well, it was, it was Steven being the monster and everybody trying to figure out how to, to get him to, yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. So (laughs) it was just like when Connie was like, the only person who's never had Steven is Steven. I was just like, okay, well, just why don't you just fucking slap me in the face, Rebecca Sugar, with your fucking yeah. feelings. It was it was a lot. But um, as always, a phenomenal job done on this story. Um, and I just loved where they took it. I love that we saw Steven being unlikable, unreasonable. We saw him like doing things that 
he would have never done before hurting people and beings in a way that he would have never done. And also just the way that if you feel like nobody can ever see the ugly side of you, eventually that side is is going to be something you cannot control, something you can't tame if you can't ever talk about it. So it was just Stephen was like so, so beautiful. <laughs> he really was with himself and his mom. And himself. He was. Not a fucking entanglement. Oh my God. When Greg took him back to his parents' house and they had this whole conversation and Stephen was like, well, actually your childhood sounds great. Like I wish I had, you know, parents who would have done this type of shit for me. And it don't make no sense that I'm 16 years old and just now going to the doctor for the first time and all that stuff. I was like, you just never get to see shit like this. So, yeah. but yes, it certainly was an entanglement with his own feelings and his parents like most of us are. Yes. Yeah. It was really brilliant how well that show sort of um, seems to gather these uh, subjects and themes and still still turns out this great, animated, heartfelt, funny, mm-hmm. bright show. It just has these moments where it has really important conversations in really impactful ways. It doesn't feel like pandering either it doesn't feel condescending it doesn't feel fake it feels like Mm -hmm. real shit that i've never seen take the like the lengths that that show did especially in the future saga yeah um i haven't seen much of that in, in animated shows um and I just think that it's probably going to be, if it, it already has been, I'm sure, but it will probably continue to be something that will be very helpful for a lot of um, young people and even adults that see bits of themselves in it and and like uh, some of the stuff that each of those characters go through. Because it's not even just Steven. Like Steven, <clears throat> of course, endured his own forms of trauma and like future is so centered around him kind of doing the Jada thing, which is why I said entangled. Yeah. Like he's kind of like so focused on trying to fix everybody and help everybody else and get everybody else's shit together. And everybody's kind of like, we're good. <laughs> like, like we have help. You know what I mean? We have like adequate stuff. Like you can chill. Like you don't have to be so focused on, on fixing and, and healing everybody else. And that eventually, eventually led him to this realization that he had his own shit that, he needed to work on and, and heal from and stuff like that. And I've just never seen it executed and visualized so beautifully and so colorfully. And yeah, I think Rebecca sugar and everybody else over there should be really proud of the show that they made. And I'm sad that it's over, but I'm also not because it is great that they just ended it where they felt like this is, we're done telling this story Mm -hmm. rather than just cranking out, additional seasons and waiting for it to jump the shark or whatever yeah i love when people end something when they know it's you know at a good place and yeah they know what they want to do with it and all that so just once again all of my respect and adoration for literally everyone involved with this show it's just good from top to bottom the voiceover act or not voiceover but the voice actors the writers the animators it's just so good every time so thank you 
And if you just finished Steven Universe and are like, oh, wholesome animated fun is, I, I want more of it in my life. And you've never watched Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> Bunder? Avatar The Last Airbender. It is on Netflix. A lot of the girls are like, Fairy! Netflix has, Netflix has Avatar now. It's got the Avatar Last Airbender. And I wanted to say Netflix had Avatar The Last Airbender because that's how I watched it originally. And then for whatever reasons, licensing and, and paperwork and shit, they took it off. So Netflix actually has gotten The Last Airbender back. In the meantime, <laughs> I purchased The Last Airbender, the whole series, on Blu-ray. While you bitches always motherfucking making fun of me for catching up on Best Buy and Target sales and ordering Blu-ray and 4K shit on the motherfucking fucking internet and doing all the shit for the things that I like. Oh, I ain't You can just buy it digitally. You can just stream it. No, you can't, bitch, because when they decide that I don't want to watch, they don't want me to have it no more, it's gone. So you catch up. That's true. The 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 downside to streaming is you don't own that shit. Even if you save you it don't. to your device, that is not yours. They can always take it away. So Period. But, so that's smart of you, but it's funny to me that you brought that up because there's another question in the inbox about Avatar asking if I'm going to watch it now that I'm done with Steven Universe. So now you that should. you've said that and this other person has made the connection, I'm like, all right, I guess that's what that's what's next. The whole series is three three seasons, and each season is ten episodes, oh, okay. and they're a half hour long. It's not going to take you long to get through. So it's nice and short. All right, yeah, I think. And I'm then you can watch the Legend of Korra, which is like the sequel slash successor to Avatar, is it? and that one stars a woman, and it's got some. It's got some... I don't want to spoil it. It's just good. Just watch it. It's also not long. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you say so, I will. Yes, they're good shows. I think I will. Um, I just... Yeah. Steven Universe, incredible. If you haven't started watching it... Fantastic Please do. An incredible show. Literally fucking flawless. Okay. Let's move on. Our next question comes from... mm, This is from Al. Al says... I'm a 24-year-old black man, and I work in law enforcement in a relatively conservative city. I'm so sorry to hear that. Okay. I am not a tap dancer or a coon like some other black people I work with. I've never penalized anyone for possessing or selling marijuana. I've helped people with job assistance, finding housing, and even taking people on my off-duty to job interviews. I wanted to work in the criminal justice system because I thought the best way to make change was from the inside. But now I am starting to think otherwise. A lot of the white people I work with are having their true colors showing as well as some of the black people. Like one of these motherfuckers looked at me and told me that I am one of the good ones. Yikes. (laughs) I wanted to quit right then and there, but I brushed it off because I know that all that will happen is nothing except a closer look into how I perform my job. Oh, you must have meant if you reported it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My question is, should I quit this oppressive job? Or stick it out and hopefully one day be able to make a real change, even if that chance isn't very likely. Thanks, Al. Al. Yikes. Al? Al? <laughs> Is that a married with Al. children voice? <laughs> no. Oh. But that's actually a, a good point. I didn't even think of that. This, this is episode of Golden Girls where Rose's boyfriend named Al walked out on her ass because she said she was bored with his ass. And she was like, Al! Al! <laughs> and every time I hear that name, that's what I think. 
I'm sorry. I'm going through all of Golden Girls right now. I'm at like season five, episode twenty or something. Fucking yeah. I'm mostly through it at this point, and honestly, (laughs) still pretty good. I mean, there's a lot more cringy ass moments for me as an adult, but overall, yeah, yeah, I am enjoying it. But anyway, Al. Yeah, my nigga, I'm not gonna act like I feel like you should do anything but leave that bullshit i'm sorry i'm not <laughs> and like typically you know i'm all for like girl you gotta get your coins and you guys and i'm not even mad at you sis because what else they expect us to do it's not like we got all the options in the world girl and blah 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 yeah i just personally i don't know how how you could do it I, I don't know how you could do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, with everything that's going on and then the bullshit that you're already talking about that you're dealing with firsthand, like, from from Black people and non-Black people, I just, I don't care. One of the good ones? What the fuck are you talking right. about? And that type of stuff is, like, expected. I know that you're one of countless Black cops that probably feel the exact same way and sit down and shut the fuck up because they need a job or whatever the fuck. And they know that if you even, if you even Mm -hmm. scrawl a B near an L, near an M, anywhere, (laughs) it's a giant red target on your forehead and back. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. I feel like me personally, I would just try to find something else to do. Me. I'm not going to say how dare you or whatever if you decide to keep your job or whatever but my nigga I, this isn't like working at walmart or some heinous other you know like some <laughs> corporation that's like notoriously fucking disgusting right that i would be like well, i mean you gotta like feed yourself and your kids and blah 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 blah, blah. like the american police forces like honestly in my opinion one of the worst things in existence oh yeah Ever and 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 dedicated to remaining so. <laughs> right. Like the thing about policing in America is that it is racist at the very core. And I mean, <laughs> deep in the soil. Yeah, a lot of black cops think you know. Well, I just want to be the one to make some change and all this. Right. And, and it is true that you know, in any one given circumstance, you might be able to affect one person, which is. It is what it is. But if you think you're going to make structural changes to policing by being employed there, you are sorely mistaken. It is not going to happen. Fucking luck. I don't I I can't in good conscience tell anybody to be a police officer but i also <laughs> can't do it right i cannot i cannot say yes you should keep this job but i also can't say yeah quit your job without having another one and you know just pray your bills get paid and you don't get evicted or whatever like we can't really tell you what to do with your career but if you're feeling mm-hmm. conflicted about it and you're like wow these white people like the shit is really coming out now and people are letting go of all the pretense and the smiles and we're seeing the mm-hmm. real racism creep out if you see that mm-hmm. and you you notice that happening around you then it's what i will say is that no job and no check is worth your mental health and your good sanity not a single one and so if these people are going to drive you the fuck crazy or if you know that they are doing heinous things as part of your organization like the fact that it's not it's like Kim Fury said it's not just some other job it's not a regular job at all like this is the type of situation where police just it's it's not something that I can be a part of and 
and um and sit back while other people do these heinous things mm. on behalf of this organization I'm a part of. Like, yeah. I just could not, I don't think I would be able to rest very well. So if you want to get started on like an exit plan, I think that's best. Yes. You don't have to be like, yeah. fuck all you crackers in some big group text. Right. But you know, start making your moves, start stacking your money, start putting out um, interviews or what is it? <laughs> it's been so long. It's <laughs> applications. <laughs> 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 Mama forgot what a job app was. <laughs> See, now watch me in six months be trying to work at, at fucking Starbucks. Because look, I'm not above none of this Okay, shit, now I'm not above not one fucking thing, girl. I damn sure Never will go clock in and make y'all's fucking Art. frappuccino. Hello? Sure will, bitch. <laughs> But anyway, like Ever in life. you can start making moves to get yourself on out of there. But like you see it now, sir, you see it now. And yeah. you can trust that things are not going to get any better before they get much, much worse. So if yeah. I were you, I would start plotting on my exit right damn now. Um, and I'm glad that I totally agree. you are a cop who is, you know, trying to actually help people when you come across them. But you as one cop, you are not all of cops and you are exactly. not you are not um indicative of what policing is like in this country so if i were you i'm sure like i said yeah there's so many black cops that also feel like i'm going to be a part of something that is going to like change the mm-hmm. idea and like and the landscape of all of this it's like that's great and 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 kudos to you and maybe you know there's lots of of black police in certain communities that have you know done real great work in schools or whatever in the community and they're that one face that whatever people know that they could right yeah but that's not going to Calvin. Like, <laughs> it's not going to right it's not going to address none of the fucking shit that we're trying to get done it's not going to it's it's just way way bigger than that like you right. said it's just at the root deep down in the soil it's so too much up. blood on too many hands mm-hmm. to just be like yeah, girl, that's so good. You can probably... <laughs> I totally agree with Crystal that, like, I wouldn't be, like, deuces with no plan. Right. You know, because that's just not smart or safe for you. Or if you have a family, it's definitely not smart or safe. So I agree. I would definitely start putting together some sort of an exit plan because time... It's just time for motherfuckers to get it. It's time. I know that they keep trying to address, you know, statues and, and the Washington Redskins that were like, fine, fine, God <laughs> damn, fine. <laughs> like, 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 they're trying to, like, address all this shit that niggas were talk about for decades and decades and stuff but like if you just do basic research into how policing even began in this country and shit like that it just all starts to make sense and so together and it's just yeah it's time for something different to happen if i were a police officer i would be like the bitch doing the absolute least to still get a check like most of the black people i know who have been in law enforcement that's why they were there for a fucking check and for some benefits and yeah and that was that so but good luck to you as you figure out uh what you're gonna do next but you had to know that emailing us we was not gonna be like oh yeah remain on the force maybe you can yeah convince the whites to be better because no that's not gonna happen i mean it's cute that you tried something tried it yeah out. i mean and you're yeah. only 24 so mm. you probably really you know you was just big-eyed mm. and mm. just so full of optimism and child <laughs> that is not how it works so they'd never tell me to quit this job <laughs> in this economy 
right. <laughs> With this shit going on. Ciao. But anyway. I couldn't do it. All right. Our next question comes from Nina, who says, when my wife and I first met, I made it very clear that I was bisexual and not one oh, of those girl. little I'm gay just for you straight girls that oh, she had the tendency girl. of dating. <laughs> It didn't seem to be a problem then, but now that we're married, she sometimes gets the question, so does this mean that she's a lesbian now, or is she still bisexual? My studs been, (laughs) which I love that word, (laughs) my studs been said it's embarrassing to her because me saying that I'm bi implies that I still want to be with niggas. I, on the other hand, don't understand why I have to redefine my sexuality simply because people can't wrap their mind around the fact that I can be bi and not want anyone other than my wife. (laughs) Right. While sexuality is private and it shouldn't matter anyway, do y'all think I should take on the label of lesbian to make my studs been feel more comfortable? <laughs> Please let me know what you think. Thanks, Nina. Tell that nigga to calm the fuck down okay. and get the, get the fuck out the group chat. So what quick. the fuck is wrong with us? So quick. No. <laughs> if you're like, I, 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 un, I can't say that I don't understand because I, I. Thanks. I know know that there's like an insecurity for some gay queer people or whatever when they date someone who identifies as bisexual or like uh, pansexual or whatever. You know, it's just like to you, that means that there's some door open for them to walk out and leave your ass at some point because they may meet someone who, you know, doesn't have the same body or anatomy or identity as you right and it's like just because you are attracted to men doesn't mean (laughs) that you're gonna cheat on your wife or that your wife is somehow or at some point going to feel like not enough, you know? And it's really insecurity here. It makes literally no sense for you to, like, take on a label to appease your wife's insecurity that's none of your business. Right. Like, you really don't need to take on a label at all. Like, I hate to go, like, super hippie with it because, Mm -hmm. like, I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, this is how I identify. But... You don't have to define who or what you're attracted to. You right. know, like you can just be attracted to both sexes or no sex or everything or whatever the fuck right. it is. All and, the genders and still or be whatever. Like, <laughs> right. And still be like, at the end of the day, I'm married and I'm all in it with you. That it doesn't That's really it. Like yeah, I don't know why when people hear bisexuality, they hear double the opportunities for somebody to cheat. But like, it, yes. <laughs> first of all, bisexuals are not into literally everybody. <laughs> right. First of all. And secondly, just because somebody is bisexual does not mean they're going to cheat. And it's kind of I really don't know where that correlation came from. I don't know if it was just right. like you hoes are greedy, which is something I definitely heard a lot in like the 90s and if early I had 2000s. To guess. I was just going to say that shit, too. And I was going to say, if I had to guess, it has to have trickled down t- from this idea that when you're discussing, like, queer people, gay people, mm-hmm. whatever, that it all links down to sex, sexuality, yep. ar- sexual arousal, and that kind of thing, rather than just attraction. Um, 
That's what I would think. Because like you just said, like a lot of people would say that bisexual people are greedy. And it's not just that like I am always actively seeking sex with like, yeah. you know, this sex and that one. It's just that like I can recognize that this person is sexually attractive to me. I'm so sorry that my chair keeps bumping this table. My Like this uh, gender or whatever is attractive to me that one is and that's it it doesn't mean that you're not going to meet someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with and be right. monogamous with if that's whatever it is that you're looking for it's just that like your sexuality has different boundaries than the next person or wider boundaries or whatever the fuck it's just as simple as that it's like right. <clears throat> I can recognize that this bitch bad that that one bad that nigga <laughs> like whatever it's just that but Sounds like your studsman is just trying to make sure that those cuffs are on tight. Right. Like she <laughs> she's insecure because her friends are asking. But like, that's a stupid question for her friends to be asking. Why would my wife's sexuality have changed just because she's married now? That doesn't. It makes no it sense. It does not make sense. And you would think because I have spent so much time back when I had lesbian friends in Oklahoma, <laughs> spent a lot of time around lesbians. Um, and one of the big things for our community was like the whole, ooh, bisexual girls, you gotta be careful with bisexual girls. It's like, might mm-hmm. as well date a straight one because yeah, they gonna leave or they never marry women, bisexual all day long, but they never marry women, da, 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 da. And so you would think y'all would be like, oh, <laughs> like a bisexual woman who's comfortable in her sexuality and also like married to my homegirl. And so maybe I could just not be an ignorant fucking asshole about this. But mm-hmm. no, like I would now I personally don't care if people call me bisexual, pansexual, lesbian, just as long as you don't call me straight. <laughs> right. Just don't call me all. straight because that's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> And God no, don't even like, want that for my life. <laughs> but like, yeah. I would not mind either way. But if you care about those words, then be like, no, you cannot tell them that I am exclusively attracted to women because I'm not. And kiss my ass. Right. Yeah. I definitely understand that um, she likely could have a couple of uh, Tommies and Coles. In the oh, she chat. definitely do. Oh, she definitely do. They all got some <laughs> got ignorant just- ass friends. <laughs> boosting her head up to think all kinds of <laughs> dumb shit meanwhile your motherfucking ass is just online trying to find something to cook this bitch when she get home from work or whatever the fuck like not even think about no nigga but her right. whole motherfucking all her homies got her thinking that you about to be like girl if if getting married to a bitch changed your sexuality to whatever the fuck the Britney Griner would not be in the situation <laughs> She never would have been. And every gay nigga who married a woman trying to hide it would have been successfully converted. Right. And would have had no problems, no inner turmoil from then on out. Like, is that is just not how it fucking works. You still are who you are. So she married you knowing you were bisexual. If it's going to bother her that damn much, then, you know, y'all going to have to talk about it. But it's just, I think it's up to you and how strongly you feel about those words. And real love being a factor in this situation then she shouldn't this shouldn't be something that she can't just figure out a way to get right whether it's like you know what i'm saying checking whichever one of her friends are boosting her up to think bullshit whether it's you know hitting up talk space or getting some other form of therapy to Mm -hmm. maybe unpack some stuff or whatever the fuck but like sis what she's talking about is illogical it shouldn't be an issue and it's not even your problem she kind of just needs to like (laughs) accept the reality of the things and stop being like 
immature to be honest right that is just biphobia the assumption yeah. that I'm going to be out here in the streets. I mean, and it comes from people Bi- who like erasure. people who also be cheating. Like, <laughs> yeah, these that's a good be point out too. here cheating. Straight that is be out here cheating. <laughs> Straight women that's be out a good here. Point. Like, if you a cheater, then you just a cheater. If you not, then you not. And your sexuality yeah. really has nothing to do with that. That's so true. So <laughs> that's so true. Best Would it have been better if she was a straight person that just cheated on you with a girl then? Like Right. Would you uh, Right. Or would you prefer it if she did cheat to cheat on you with a woman? Would that make you like those are her insecurities? But yeah. maybe you I don't know. Maybe y'all just need um like a reconnecting ass moment where it's like, babe, I'm not into nobody but you. And Whatever Tommy and Cole said, you know it's some dumb shit. So like, <laughs> oh, you probably could get her some sort of a, an edible arrangement or an equivalent. Y'all be doing all kinds of romantic gestures and shit like they that, do. and then say something out of a Ryan Gosling movie, and then y'all just you know scissor it out and go to bed. And <laughs> 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 meanwhile, meanwhile, these bi slash straight girls that that like stood to be relationships and shit like that with, like they will argue over a nigga, yell with a nigga, pull up to a nigga's house and stuff like that. But when they get into it with y'all, listen, will burn a county down oh, to the soil. Yes, like sweetie Mm -hmm. you're fine she's fine get over it i think i told y'all how i broke into my first girlfriend's apartment oh yeah yeah i did i I shared that so you know you broke the law it gets i did i broke the law and i broke her lock Mm -hmm. i broke both (laughs) of those things (laughs) but you know that we were young And two women and I was losing it. So, but anyway, don't do that. I didn't do say that. any of that don't shit that. was good or bad. Right, no. <laughs> I didn't say I was against it. I said it happens. Nobody's co-signing. They're just saying, right. <laughs> like, shit can happen regardless. If y'all have a happy, safe, healthy relationship, then that should be really all that matters. So, yeah. hopefully uh, you can get through to your wife. You can play this for her and she'll be like, okay, okay, goddamn, I get it. I'ma stop, you know? And that's the end of that, but... Best. <laughs> she thought she was gonna put a ring on it, and all of a sudden, you were just gonna stop. You're gonna be like, I mean, and what difference does it make? Like, I still yeah. want you. I'm still attracted <laughs> to you. So, like, why does it matter? <laughs> and like, percentage statistic wise, like, if it's niggas or your wife, odds are a nigga will remind you to just go home and be with your wife before you even get his number. <laughs> so, like, like, she's, like, should chill. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be all right. Hopefully your wife can um, get over her hesitations there. She better. All right. I think that's going to wrap up the questions for this week. Send yours to asktherita at gmail.com and we might as well move into the reads. Keep It is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. If you're really good at it, that is. I've actually met several really good friends through Hinge. I've used it, I can't believe this, over a decade now. Woof, what a life I've had. Well, you know what they've added within a decade of us being on Hinge is their new LGBTQIA plus prompts, which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Hinge prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with Glad, so they are by the people for the people. Some of the prompts are, the first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. <laughs> Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover. 
the shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah. I broke the fourth wall. <laughs> You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when. It feels affirming when others, blank. I connect to my community by... I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. I'm going to say, whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at, and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Yes, we're not going to stop for an ad this week because this administration has ruined the economy once again. Yes, and, and we will have to stop doing the read soon because there's yes. no more ads. So, so vote. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not funny. Um, yeah, no, I don't know why I said that. Listen. So for me, I have like a very simple read. I don't even think that it should take long for all this time. Okay. I just wanted to say, um, so the Supreme Court, I think last week decided that it's totes okay for employers to uh, deny uh, contraceptive (sighs) services for women and their insurance or whatever. And it's so okay to lean on religion um, as an excuse for that. I just wanted to say to the Fanta-colored fascist in the White House um, and anyone who agrees with this, that if you if you believe that it is okay for for religious reasons or not to deny women birth control, contraceptive aid, Mm -hmm. or any of that kind of thing, and also you are anti-abortion, pro-life, whatever, I think it is time now in 2020, as real as life has been getting, for you to acknowledge that you are Neanderthal and that it's probably <laughs> best that you distance yourself from civilization so that we can get some much-needed work done. Um, I think that it's kind of time for you to admit that most of this has to do with money and also the fact that you don't respect women. You would rather us get back to a time where men just clubbed women over the heads and dragged them to, you know, whatever. The cave. (laughs) Their caves that they lived in or whatnot. And just, you know, use them as baby farms and incubators, basically. Because that's what you're telling me. Mm -hmm. That's the way I'm receiving this. And I'm not really able to make much sense of it. I don't know how many times, you know, people, specifically conservatives, can, like, what's the word, uh, contradict themselves and, like, show what kind of hypocrites they are. But I just think that it's insane, it's ridiculous to... A, tell women, well, no, we're not going to help you with, like, basic <laughs> healthcare things. Basics. And, you know, I mean, just very much street sidewalk level care. <laughs> like, like mm-hmm. the basic. We're not going to do anything, you know, of that, that nature for you. 
Also, if you get pregnant, gotta have it. Don't care how. Don't care what your situation yeah. is. Don't care. And we're not gonna help you take care of that baby. Um, don't really give a fuck what happens to the nigga, to be honest with you, but you will have it because we say so. Mm-hmm. I just no. I know as far as like politics go, it's a whole lot of Dr. Seuss ass bullshit going on, and none of it makes any sense. And it gets more and more laughable as the days progress. But I just wanted to take this opportunity to, to say that that's just a rock and a hard place. I can't stand in between. <laughs> like, that's just that's that's one set of bullshit that I gotta back up and let you niggas have and make sense of it yourself. Try to you know stick that square through a circle all all you can. Yeah. But over here and I, and I and I acknowledge that I'm pretty dumb. I don't know many things, most things. Um. <laughs> But that's just one that's not going to add up for me because it literally doesn't make any fucking sense. And I just am so tired of the bullshit as time progresses and uh, technology gets more and more uh, significant and sophisticated and advanced. And we have less of a blockade in between um, basic truths as we did before, it's just harder to swallow a lot of these bullshit pills. Impossible, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it almost makes it difficult to discern what is real life and what's Saturday Night Live. So, Damn, that is true. That's it. You know, it's like... I, I do this little hopscotch, hopscotch dance myself when it comes to news where I jump back and forth between my PlayStation, the news, my Nintendo Switch, the news, um, you know, running around with my dog. The new, you know, and I, I have sort of tried to step back mm-hmm. for a while, especially with the when the protests were heating up again and all of that, because personally... I don't feel like I'm built to be able to like debate with people a lot online or even just see a lot of the bullshit takes from people, even when a lot of it is trolling or not, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, every time I do, I do like, know. you know, <laughs> do the Birdman hand rub and like, all right, let's see what the girls are talking about. I always <laughs> walk away from that situation confused <laughs> whether I should laugh or cry. So. This is one where I did neither. I just shook my head and and asked myself, when are we going to stop bullshitting? Like, because I honestly believe that a lot of these people could just say, we want to make women baby incubators. Yep. Or we just don't want you to have the right to make any decision over your body because as far as we men are concerned, your bodies are ours and you're going to do what we say to do. Like, I would just feel like you actually have the ability to do that you like in the position to do that because mm-hmm. president red lobster basically does way worse every motherfucking day <laughs> or just that and no, nobody says anything to him about it so i don't know the bullshit's annoying and that's really all that i had to say it is did you see trump talking about his cognitive test and how the doctors were like wow nobody has ever <laughs> done the things that you've done on this like cognitive test or whatever it's like this nigga just literally will say anything any thing do you really expect us to believe that you are of such incredible intelligence or whatever else that you just blew these doctors minds with your agility and your your nimble thoughts nigga i don't think so sir <laughs> oh i, I cannot stand that nigga <laughs> where he talked about like 
what he was doing or, or prepping for tests in January or some shit like that. Some shit that was like blatantly false. Right. Like, like just one wide open lie. And I'm just like, it doesn't matter. It like ultimately it doesn't matter. We like at this point, you either laugh at it, mm-hmm. you cry, or you just stay away from it altogether. Yeah. None of it matters. That motherfucker could literally go out there and do like the Pokemon rat from the 90s <laughs> and, and say that, that that's how he plans on addressing, you know, police reform or whatever. And Republicans will honestly just be like, well, what the fuck's the problem? He just, he told you. So you don't like he Pokemon said, you know, no more? Sounds like liberal. You have a problem with Psyduck? <laughs> personally, I love Meowth. Like, <laughs> it's just like, what are we supposed to do? Like, yeah. you get hit with the most cartoonish, stupid shit and they will act like it's sensible. And there's really no point I see in arguing with it a lot of times. But I'm a pessimist. So. Yeah, no. And I mean, at this stage, who could possibly blame you? So yeah. um, I think it's interesting that you just talked about the administration because my read is also about the administration, in particular, Betsy DeVos, who has got it on this show before Ooh. several times. And I'm sure she will get it again. But Oh, yeah. This particular time, it has to do with the fact that this bitch runs the Department of Education. Still don't understand why. Why? Why? We are now at a place where states are, especially the South. If you look at the, the map, the COVID cases are skyrocketing. Across the South, especially Florida. Christ Jesus, what is going on in Florida? Every day, Florida breaks a new record. Florida has had more cases than like entire countries. I think like all of Italy. (laughs) I feel like it has been. And when you look around the world and you see that so many other nations are getting back to normal. Taiwan is playing baseball like did nothing happen. (laughs) New Zealand said, oh, yeah, girl, we're actually COVID free, sis. Don't know what you girls are crying about it's like oh wow so and there's is, no reason that should be the case <laughs> it is i saw a tweet today that said japan is more densely populated than america with a higher yeah. population of the elderly and yet they have had like a thousand cases of covid because everybody wears a fucking mask and it's like we could do something would- so simple Believe it or not, they don't have a bunch of middle-aged women storming down to the pharmacy, (laughs) screaming at people for having the nerve to ask them to wear a mask. Yeah, it's like other countries have not gotten rid of the ability to care for one another, but America, girl, bitch, you're asking for entirely too much. So when you look at the numbers, COVID is worse in the South than it was back when they canceled school in the first place in March or April, whenever they did that. Like way worse, especially in Texas where they're let over 10,000 cases a day and all this. I say all this because Betsy DeVos and her Department of Education is threatening to um, to cancel federal funding to any school districts that do not mandate that schools be open. So... <laughs> And anytime she is asked about how schools are supposed to safely prepare, she says some version of, well, schools can decide that on their own, whatever works for them, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, bitch, because (laughs) this is a fucking pandemic, girl. 
This is a virus that spreads incredibly easily and it cannot be left up to individual school districts. If schools must be open, then we must have safety precautions in place to make sure that people don't die trying to go to school. But Betsy DeVos will not do that because safety precautions do what? Cost money. And what are they not going to do? Pay for that. Even though, how many yachts does this bitch have? (laughs) How many homes does this bitch have? The Trump cabinet itself, the the richest in the entire history of this country. Why? When you think about the fact that people were um, advised to possibly keep buckets full of stones in their classrooms. My nigga. My nigga. A shooter came and attacked the school. A bucket of stones. (laughs) To throw at someone with a gun. And that's only because they wanted to arm the teachers and everybody was like, bad idea, bad idea. If they had a bad, if they have a bad day, you really don't want them to have a fucking revolver. (laughs) You do not. Yeah. (sighs) It's absurd. It is. So um, we are gearing up now for most schools in the South to uh, go back to school in the next four to six weeks. This uh, impacts me in particular because My mother is a teacher. I have family members who are teachers, very close friends who are teachers. All of them teach in Oklahoma and Texas, where the virus is, again, only going up, up, way up. (laughs) Not even family teachers in Florida. All of that. And so even though Texas is allowing schools to or is allowing parents to decide, you know, your kid stays home and does online learning or they go to school. Teachers Mm. don't have that same option. And other school staff. Because, you know, janitors and cafeteria people Mm -hmm. and all that are just as important. And so (laughs) we're dealing now with a situation where you're saying, oh, well, y'all can decide whether to send your kids to school. Like Mm -hmm. most people don't need school to send their kids to as a form of daycare. Like, I know y'all not looking at it like that. And yes, we expect your kids to get some education. But what you really need is for them kids to get out the house for seven or eight hours so you can go about your fucking job. Exactly. and, and that's fine. Honestly, I'm not mad at any parents who are like, look, I have to work. We are in a state where they don't give a shit. They do on evictions right now in Harris <laughs> County. Like they are evicting people for not paying rent because they lost their jobs because of COVID. They are evicting yeah. people, kicking them out of their homes like that's going to make the situation any better. And yeah. so it is not just the students who will be put at risk if they go back to school. It is, of course, the teachers, the support staff, everybody else who works at the school. And it is all of the people who live or interact with those people. Like, that's what y'all don't seem to be understanding. And what I don't get is that, like, we have seen these reports of, oh, 1,200 cases came because of this summer camp. And all these other cases came because, you know, schools or daycares or whatever opened when they wasn't supposed to. And I can't remember which country it was. Maybe China. I feel like I got that wrong. Maybe Israel. Probably still wrong. But there was a country where they reopened schools too early and they got a huge influx of cases. And they were like, OK, wait, no, we should not have done that because... 
Because children are filthy. Everybody knows it. But even the kids who are the prissiest, cleanest children who wash their hands and uh, sanitize twice an hour or whatever else, they are still in a room of other nasty children. And if you think kids are going to keep their mask on all fucking day when adults don't even do that, you got a whole nother thing coming, especially the younger they are. These kids miss each other. You think they're not going to hug? You think they're not going to whisper down the hallways? You think they're not going to take their masks off and trade because your friend got a mask that's cuter and his got Spider-Man on it and yours got Batman? Kids will literally lick their palm and then just rub it across the other like, kid's face. Like, because they that's how disgusting. they are, right? And so, <laughs> right, that's just... And so, these children will go to school. Inevitably, the virus will pass and it will go across the classroom to the, to the students. It will go to the teacher. The students will go home and pass it to their parents, their grandparents, their siblings, anybody else they come into contact with. And we will end up at a place where thousands more people are dead and we still have to shut schools down. It's almost like we could just skip the part where so many more people die and just shut the shit down now. And I know parents need to be able to work, but that's only because the government won't actually take care of you. The only reason y'all need schools to open back up is because the government won't do what they should be doing for you. And people have a hard time understanding this, but in countries where they value human life, they're not having this problem because they shut the fuck down. They made essential really mean essential Like you had to have a real reason to be outdoors and otherwise you sit your ass at home and you get your fucking uh, paycheck recovery check and you mind your damn business until we can get the virus under control. The United States of America had an opportunity to get this virus under control. And simply chose not to take it. And they will continue not to take it. And so that's why when some of y'all act like voting don't matter, I get it. I really do get it. Don't get me wrong. I fully understand being disenfranchised. But girl, look at this. Look at this. You can't tell me Hillary Clinton would not have done a better job of handling this. You just can't tell me that. Trump is literally trying to kill all of us. Betsy DeVos don't give a fuck about y'all's kids. They don't give a fuck at all. You know why? Rich people's kids go to private school where private schools have the resources to really have these kids in a safer environment. You know, less students per classroom and greater attention to masks and sanitation and all that, even though it's still a bad idea. Kids in private schools come from homes where. The money is there to make sure they can keep space from other people if they need to. And they don't necessarily have to be around Mima and granddaddy or your sick Amy or whatever. Like they have the resources to avoid that. Y'all are doing this to these public school kids knowing good and damn well that their parents need to have somewhere to put them. And you would not have to worry about having somewhere to put your child so you could go to work if the government would just cancel shit so we can sit at home and get this fucking virus under control. They will not do it. I cannot tell you how much I hate these motherfuckers. You have always, like, they have always been putting us at risk. But it's getting even closer to home now. You're talking about my family. I mean, you always have been. But now, like, in a schoolhouse situation specifically, you are talking about my people. You're talking about my mama, who I am begging to not go back. I am begging (laughs) this nigga to not go back to the classroom. I don't know what she's going to do, but like 
you're really telling teachers, especially in states where they're not allowed to um, strike or whatever, like Texas and I think Georgia too, teachers aren't allowed to strike. So it's like you literally will go push yourself in harm's way, knowing you might die from these kids breathing in your face all fucking day or not having money to keep yourself housed and fed. The Trump administration is doing this on purpose. Please go vote. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. So thousand percent. I mean, that's the only reason that you niggas got a stimulus check in the first place. I mean, and it was trash on top of that. What was twelve hundred dollars supposed to do? And that was twelve hundred dollars like four months ago. (laughs) Yes. And that's why they're already talking about cranking out another one, because guess what? They need you to give them some money. But they don't want to. They're talking about $600 this time. That's even more of a spit in the face. Like, they simply do not care about us. And maybe if rich niggas like Kanye West didn't take up all the money that was meant for small businesses, we wouldn't be in such an economic hardship like we are now. Maybe if we actually taxed the billionaires and the multimillionaires of this country at a fair rate, we wouldn't have to worry about all this. This country has the money. We have the fucking money. If Kanye West is a billionaire, but his company can still get $2 million from the Paytech Protection Program, then we have the fucking money to take care of people. Because it wasn't just him. It's all these rich people getting these handouts. I think the fucking Lakers even got part of that uh, Small Business Association um, loan or grant or whatever it was. And it's like, y'all just really don't give a shit. This was just really a way for y'all to like, there's just no oversight. There's nobody in charge who actually gives a fuck about people. So I'm not going to tell you as parents what you should or should not do. Cause y'all in a position that I cannot imagine. But I, but what I will say is that if schools open up for in-person learning, we will see way more people die way more. I mean, that's the thing, right? Cause it's like, of course, like a lot of parents Def, like they gotta go to work somebody gotta watch the kids like that's completely understandable and that whole thing the fucked up part about it is there's not any real plan process anything in place to try and even attempt to do this in a safe way at best maybe somebody will come and drop off some gauze and like some tums to the school and say do your best like nobody's really going to like yeah. do anything or put anything in place to actually try and and do this in a safe way or provide they're not they're going to open the schools back up so that you know the angels can keep running and the rich can stay rich and all of that and yeah. in the meantime they're going to continue to spread the virus and more people will die and then they'll just find something else to blame it on nothing is going to get done yay the world's fun i mean and this is just it, it is honestly getting harder for me every day to live in this country just seeing how it is seeing how they just blatantly don't give a shit about us they just don't and i am i don't even know like i'm just so completely disheartened by what's been going on it's hard for me to handle Mm. so that's fair (sighs) well oh and also to all you uh you geeks you glee nerds out there i understand that y'all are hurting right now with the loss of naya rivera i think a lot of people are but you better leave uh the cast out of it leave them the fuck alone I mean, and I know that I'm biased, like Amber is a friend of mine, but for real, these are people who actually knew Naya, who were very close to her, who loved her, who called her a sister. Like, let them people grieve in their own way because they are dealing in a way that you can't fathom. You were a fan. okay? you liked Santana, but you don't actually know that girl like they do. So back the fuck up. I mean, 
I feel like since Twitter's inception, I and I've said before, someone notable dies. I, you know, if I say anything, I say my little rest in peace or, you know, my love going out to people that care about them. And I log off because I don't even want to see the way that niggas can act. Up. It's, and it, and it right. shouldn't even be a thing to talk about. It should be incredibly basic. Like, right. Like you harassing them, asking them to post or whatever. Like, what do you think they're going to post? That's going to change what's happening in the world right now. Those people like, are, are grieving. Stupid? They are human right. beings and they are grieving. So just leave them the fuck alone. Newsflash. The world's already trash. <laughs> and then tragedy. Like, yeah, some people might actually be asleep. Yeah. Like, some people might actually be underneath the yeah. covers right now because they can't even. Don't nobody owe you nothing. Right. People are so fucking ridiculous. So, anyway. yeah, please just leave them alone. Please let these people heal. Pray for the family. If you gonna do anything, do that. That's literally it. Like that has to be the worst kind of pain imaginable. So that's it. Yes, and let that be that. Amen. And that wraps up this week's episode of the Read. Check us out on social media at This Is the Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. And don't forget to check out our sponsor, ThreadUp. I love ThreadUp. They have helped get my summer wardrobe together for very, very few dollars. You too can shop all your favorite brands at threadup.com. Over 45,000 of them for women's or kids' clothing, bags, shoes, all kind of stuff. <clears throat> So again, go check them out and get an extra 30% off your first order at threadup.com slash read. Terms do apply, but yeah, go check them out. Threadup.com slash read. And oh, do we have anything else, friend? So the things that made me smile this week. One, uh, quarantine has taught me that every day can be mimosa day. Um, and this is probably something that many of you are like, nigga, duh, where have you been? I don't know. I'm not sure. I personally don't like to drink at home alone much um, for my own reasons. Alcoholism runs in my family, so I usually have just been like, no, I don't know. Maybe a little red wine. Like, <laughs> you know, while I ride. Yes, but, gonna... <laughs> but as of, of the past week or two, I've been like, wait, I'm an adult. I have access to champagne and sparkling wine and orange juices. I can have all the mimosas I want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can... You can have your own brunch right there at the house. <laughs> and I also, uh, I like to use pineapple orange rather than just orange because orange is great and pineapple is great. And then together, they're like the <laughs> garnet, like the garnet of, of, of fruit juice. Mm. They just blend together well. Also, the thing that made me smile was... Um, UFC 251 and Jorge Masdaval being completely humbled by uh, the Nigerian... Oh, what's his fucking nickname? They all got some kind of nickname. But anyway, Kamaru Usman, Nigerian uh, mixed martial arts badass, gave Jorge Masdaval Miami UFC sensation via mm. the much-needed uh, slice of humble pie that he 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 needed to get. Um, it was one of the most boring fights I've ever seen in my life. But oh, um, okay. at the same time, I appreciated that he got the humbling that he. And what really made me smile was that, like, it reminded me of the year that Ronda Rousey was on the cover of EA's UFC Two video game because she was like huge superstar at the time. So of course she's on the cover of the game, and then she got humbled by I can't remember her name right now. Uh, Ronda Rousey. You know, Ronda Rousey got, oh. she fought this. <laughs> what the fuck is a woman's name? I like, remember I this remember. too. I'm going to look it up. She, I'm just going to 
fucking destroy me. I can't remember her name, but I remember her face. The blondes. The... Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe her initials are the same letter. Maybe they're not. It was the Whatever. big one. What was it? Amanda Nunes? No, 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 Damn. no. I think Amanda Nunes beat her ass, too. But no. Her, <laughs> Holly, Holly. Is it Holly Holm? H-O-L-O-Y-H-O-L-M. Yes. Yes. Was that yes. it? Oh, damn. Yes. That was 2015. Yes. Wait. Holly Holm. Oh, that yes. Was that was because niggas yes. was stunned. <laughs> she humbled the absolute fuck out of that white woman. <laughs> and I'm fairly certain it was the same year that Ronda Rousey was on the cover of that game. And they just announced UFC 4, the latest game. Jorge Masvidal is on the cover. He accepted this fight in Abu Dhabi at the last minute because I don't even think he was supposed to fight Usman. But them two hate each other. Like, they've, like, gotten to little almost fights in public and shit outside of that. Like, they despise one another. So mm-hmm. it was supposed to be this huge thing. And Jorge Masvidal has all of this heat behind him because he's a nigga who fought in backyards and shit in Miami like Kimball slicing him. And he's the cockiest motherfucker in the world and all this other shit. And so he was just talking about how he was going to baptize this this black man and it was just going to be the fight of all fights. No, you weren't mm. ready at all. He had to kind of school you on how to be like built to last. Damn. So that's what I took away from that. I took a smile that someone once again was humbled in the UFC match and that I am also a sports fan and you can't take that away from me. <laughs> I have an ESPN Plus account. Um, I'm into sports, you know, I I do this. So thank you. <laughs> okay. And a real sport, a real sport. You know, it's very honest it's very um, brutal and bloodthirsty. There's not all of this, all this running back and forth and panting and, yeah. and whatever, you know, mildly talented folks like uh, 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 Carmelo Anthony and, and, and who plays football? Um, <laughs> Patrick Ewing. What? And so. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Ewing. <laughs> Oh my God, you just say a name. And that's it. Oh man. All right. Well, that is it for this week's episode of The Read. Take care of yourselves, and we will see y'all next week. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 bacon bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the bacon cheese slider, 1921 bacon cheese slider, or chicken bacon ranch slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 bacon bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.